0: Welcome back to the Girls Talk Egg Podcast, plowing through the manure online. In our streak of g- awesome guests, we decided to bring in a very awesome guest um, from the panhandle of Oklahoma, I hope, right? You guys are the panhandle, right? Yes, we are the panhandle. Yes. Okay, so you know she's a hard ass anyway. But before we introduce her, um, I want to introduce uh, my partners in crime. Jen's back this week. Yo. Still married. Still Chris married. Did not run away, even though he wanted to. Probably, and that's and because
1: Ken- I feed the hogs and wash the barns. He's not going anywhere.
0: <laughs> that's what the dowries come through. And Karen, Karen's here, uh, living the dream with Wrigley by her side, and uh, two young children playing in the the living room. So you survived Picture Day then, because it was I, Picture Day for. Oh
2: my gosh! A five year old should not have so many opinions. <laughs> i gave her you remember- two choices for the outfits well she wanted the sweater off of this one and the pants off of that one i'm like no 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 that's not how this works you know and she wanted to wear her hair up and then i was like no bristol you, you need to wear your hair down and oh, blah, blah,
1: blah. i learned oh. that a long time ago don't wear your hair up for picture day because you look bald
2: <laughs> yeah that's what i said she goes oh yes. i'll look like a boy and i was like y- yeah yeah if that'll make you stop yes
1: <laughs> yep. i did that mm-hmm. in first grade it was horrible I remember still when screen. you were
0: cheering for them to talk,
1: uh, right? Like
0: this. <laughs> so, so to our guests today, like we're really pumped because we we want to have a conversation. You know, basically, kind of surrounding what makes a farmer a farmer. Um, and and so we wanted to bring in, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to cringe because I I'm I'm lacking a better term right now. And and Jen's going to have an opinion. We're going to let her share it. Um, but a farm, another farm wife. Uh, someone who, who works her butt off to to help rear the children and keep the house in check, but also is hand-in-hand is hand, uh, with her partner on the farm. Uh, Julie McDaniel is here with us today. So, Julie, say hi. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having and me. We're super pumped. You may know her as The Wife <laughs> on Twitter, right? I love your handle, though. Which is it's- a
1: great handle, yeah.
3: Thank what- you. Thank you. What I, it,
0: tell everyone what it is and, and why, where it came from.
3: Well, first of all, I you know, I kind of wear I'm a the farm wife as a badge of honor. Um that's I I very much so look at it as a very good thing. And um being Jared's wife is is wonderful to me. And, and so that was part of my Twitter handle. Another part of it was when the Dirt Road Tour came down to see us, you know, I was basically Jared's wife. And, and so I was teasing him a lot about that. And so I was like, okay, when I go on Twitter, everyone's going to know me as your wife. So I'm just going to put the wife. No one cares what my name is. I'm just going to be the wife. <laughs> it was, a you know, just a teasing thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So but what's funny is just in our day-to-day life, Jared feels that way. He feels like I'm, you know, he's Julie's husband, like at school and things like that. You know, they're just like, oh, yeah, whatever. Funny. Where's Julie? I need to talk to her. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need so the I boss. Just kind of, yeah, just kind of a playful thing between us. She lets you out of the house, Jared. That's why.
0: And so, yeah, most everyone listening that doesn't follow Julie uh, probably follows Jared. Um I mean I think he is part of the the cornerstone of of Ag Twitter you could say I mean he was he was um one I of mean, the, the first people that yeah. yeah that I remember following in in 2012 and and I remember always being so excited when he'd retweet my newsletter I'd be like this dude with 5,000 followers, just retweeted my newsletter because I'd had like 200. And uh, so I've always really gotten along with Jared. And he did the podcast thing first and foremost and talked about, you know, difficult decisions and, and stuff like that. And and he actually did a podcast with our <laughs> friend, um, Rob. I use oh, the yeah. term loosely. Yeah, and it was a great podcast. I mean, so... Right. Um, well, and Jared and the, had the... Wasn't it called
3: BDTV or something that he did for a while? Uh, BT, D, BTFD by the... Okay. I always felt like BD. it was really hard to say. Yeah. And that was my biggest yeah. complaint about it. I'm like, Jared, this is... It does not roll off the tongue. You guys need something right. new.
2: <laughs> you need but to I, give him credit because he was on video and we just won't allow that here. So, yeah. Uh, video yeah, video
0: right now would look... Back to the looking bald. If you have a ponytail, yeah, that'd be me right now. And uh, you so just can't see me over the mess on my desk. Yeah, I'm the same <laughs> way. I just had to throw so much junk off my desk away. It was disgusting, like food things. Hey, right my, now, I
1: have like my cleaning lady was here yesterday. I'm feeling pretty good.
0: Are you? <laughs> that's you feeling kind of cocky about it right I'm now? Feeling You're a like, little cocky about it right now. Mine's time. here right
2: now, but I don't. Make her come in my office because I might lose her. <laughs>
0: right, that's what. And
2: she's
1: oh gone. yeah, she's, just, there's certain rooms she's not allowed in, so I just sit yeah. in the room she's allowed in, and then I feel <laughs>
0: <laughs> you make sure. So, but yeah, so it, you know the conversation with Jared, and I mean, you guys have obviously because Twitter, you just started Twitter then after the Dirt Road tour came through, then, yes, right? it, like, yes,
3: I did, and actually I had been on Twitter before that. Um, for a very short period of time, um, basically,, uh, you know, it was kind of a hot mess mom moment. Um, I was checking my Twitter the first time I had it, and my daughter Sienna, who is very, oh mischievous and I love her so much, but boy, she just gets into everything. Um, I was checking my Twitter and she was climbing uh, like on top of the refrigerator. So, oh, gosh. yeah, you know, I just made that priority. And said, "This can wait. This part of my life can wait." And so I got off of Twitter, and then I had been off of it for gosh a long time. And then the Dirt Road Tour came around, and I was I was kind of nervous about restarting it, but I had met such great people, and it was a lot of fun. So I wanted to. I, w- I decided to try it again. So how have
0: you have you enjoyed it now? Like, are you enjoying <laughs> the the new? You know, oh, yeah, kind of it's so, version. you know,
3: I really love it. Um, and if anybody follows me, they know that I kind of pick on Jared when I'm yeah. on time. I love
2: it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's In great. your polls, I always vote that you're the one
0: that's right. Yeah. So I love it. I love it. I do too. Yeah, you know, you're constantly right. And I am, yes,
3: as I should be, right? Right, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's just going to the farmer lifestyle um it's it is a bit of a lonely lifestyle and it can be for the wife and it can be for the husband too you know sometimes there just is that split where you have to be apart for certain things and so i think finding little ways to maybe kind of nudge your spouse like hey i'm thinking about you or even just messing with them you know just something to keep that interaction going um, so I feel like Twitter, that's a big thing for me with Twitter is it's a way that I get to interact with my husband and, you know, give him some hell, but also tell him that I love him and I'm thinking about him too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's fun, I think, because it, it maybe offers a different level of communication that you guys may not have face to face, um, as well. I think, right. I don't know. Sometimes I see, you know, like you and Jared are, are funny Going back and forth, and uh, Jen and Chris crack me up sometimes okay. because Chris, Chris has such—he's so good about you know. Everyone gives him crap about the lack of the twenty fifth wedding anniversary present. Still, Chris, Which we're still
2: forget. waiting, Chris. Yeah, we're still yeah. waiting, Chris. Yeah, yeah
0: that's—it's yeah, I mean, going to be huge by we the came time it down gets to just, a whole
2: house generator and brand new cowboy boots, Jen. So that's, no, that's oh nice, I nice.
1: Yeah. Macy Beans. There's a pair of Macy Beans I want. If you're listening, Chris.
2: Yeah,
0: that would make up for a whole lot.
2: Just send us send <laughs> so, us the link and Chris's credit card number and we'll take care of it.
0: We'll take care of it. It's easy enough. But, you know, and then Carl and I are, are on Twitter, but he is definitely not as fun a sport as the other husbands. I can tell you that much. You can tell, like, he shuts down. He's like, that's you're offending me. I'm like, "Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> you're offending me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? That, you know, if you're not offended, are you really living?
0: Not right now. In today's world, it seems so. So to to kind of get down to the the brass tacks, you know, the things mm-hmm. that we really want to talk about here, you know, mm-hmm. first of all, I, we want to hear. Or I want to hear because Jared was was young when he took the. That's what we learned from from yeah. Rob's podcast. Is he was he was in college when right his father passed away and he came back to the farm.
3: Is that uh, or his grandfather? yeah? Well, his grandfather, grandfather, away.
0: Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. his
3: and dad. So- did not, um, he did not go into the farming side of it at all. So Jared's, uh, dad was not involved with that. So, you know, Jared spent a lot of time, even, you know, 13, 14 year old, just coming out to the farm. Um, oh, he, we probably live about seven miles away, uh, from the closest town where Jared grew up and um and he would drive out here and work with his grandfather so really in a lot of ways Jared's grandfather was like a second father to him
0: yes. so, yeah yeah and then he and he passed away when Jared was was in, in school like sophomore yeah. or whatever halfway and so he continued and, and graduated but kind of started working um or taking over the responsibilities of the farm early on but how did you guys meet like when how Um, you know, because I just, I always am really fascinated with the stories of these couples that you see that are, you know, for one, exceptionally strong, um, you know, and on the farm and together, because meeting someone when you're on a farm is almost, you know, it's why they invented FarmersOnly.com, I guess, is you're always lonely or whatever. But how, how, tell us that, that story and and how you guys got started working together like you are now.
3: Okay. Well, um. Jared and I went to school together. So he was, um, two years older than me and, oh, during high school, we would, you know, we went on a couple of dates and, you know, we went to the same parties, we ran in the same circles and we we're both, I mean, it's a very small school. So, uh, you know, we had, we had known each other a long time. Um, Jared actually got married and I got married to other people and, you know, we went out and lived our lives and did our thing and, um, I got a divorce and Jared also got a divorce, you know, several years later. And, um, anyway, just after, uh, you know, that time, Jared is actually really good friends with one of my cousins who also lives around here and he was always telling my cousin, Hey, tell Julie that, that I would love to talk to her and I would love, you know, just, or I think she's really pretty. And so my cousin would tell me and, you know, I love Jared now, but the back, back in high school days, I thought he was kind of a jerk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say this and he's probably going to curse me and be like, thanks Ange. But he yeah. just, he just, To me, he seems like he was that guy in in high school that drove the nice pickup and knew he was cool. Like, was that Jared, or am I completely... (laughs) Am I wrong? Oh,
3: he thought he was
0: cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah,
3: absolutely. He's never lacked confidence at
0: all. No. I can just picture him, like, I I don't know why, but for some reason, I feel like I just knew that he was, like, the dude that walked in at lunchtime, and everyone kind of was like, oh, there's Jared. Or at least he felt like everyone thought that, (laughs) anyway.
3: Yeah, I think he definitely felt like that. Know, whether or not everybody else felt like that no I'm just kidding he was he was you know a very good athlete and and a hard worker and, and a good person just in general but yeah definitely um, did not lack confidence at all especially with the girls you know so I just didn't you know I was not interested in that at all because I was thinking of that high school guy and by then I had my son. And um, my, I had my son with my first marriage and, you know, my priorities were very, very different. And I, you know, I wanted a good father and a responsible person and someone who was very interested in family life. And, you know, that high school version of Jared that I remembered was not that. So, um, you know, I did not want to give him a chance at all. And in fact, I turned him down a couple of times, but um my mom was actually the person, my mom and my dad, I had talked to them about it, and because I'm very close to my parents and they said, "Hey, just give him a shot." You know, just just give him a shot. And so I did. And I came out to our to our now farm. And Jared and I talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. And I mean, probably for a good six hours of just talking about life and our priorities. And, you know, after that first night, that was our date. <laughs> and
0: right. It was yeah.
3: wonderful. It was wonderful. We didn't go out anywhere. And we just kind of talked about life. And he blew me away, and and I think he would tell you that I blew him away, and it was almost like an oh my god moment. This is the person I'm supposed to be with. Period. Aww. Yeah, I like, think that's so
0: sick. I know it genuinely. It reminds me of when Carl and I have to. Re, some, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes when you want to wrap your hands around their neck and mm-hmm. maybe slowly scare the life back into them by choking them, <laughs> but then it just. I, d- I remind myself that's because Carl and I, the first time we talked on the phone, because we were a long distance for a long time. Right. It was almost, it was five hours. And uh, Carl, I don't think, has ever talked for five hours in his existence, but it was the same thing where it was like, you hung up the phone and you're like, man, I could talk to them for, for five hours more kind of yes. deal. And so uh-huh. it, it's, it's it's an amazing. So then you guys just kind of knew from there sort of, I mean, life can always get in the way, but it was one of those things where it was like, okay, yeah, here we go.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it was a, all right, you know, let's get started. Let's get our life started. And, um, I don't think either one of us ever looked back after that first time that we, that we talked and just really connected and, And that's something that Jared and I still, that's one of my very favorite things about him is that he and I can sit down and, and just talk forever and, and really connect on a very deep level. And I just, I love it. I absolutely love it. So yeah, we, we, uh, we did that and I actually lived in this area and, um, and we got married in 2008. So okay. we've been together ever since then. He had um, JC with his previous marriage and I had Alex with my previous marriage. And then he and I, when we got married, we had Luke, Avon, Sienna, and Esta. Holy so moly. Yeah. So those are our kids together. And what's so funny is I, after my first child, you know, I was totally fine with with just having one child. I mean he is awesome. I love my oldest son so much and and but I never felt like this huge need to have more children. I was completely fulfilled in that way. And I don't know. it was just something about when Jared and I got together, I mean, it sounds so funny, but I totally wanted to have his babies. I know. Right. That's <laughs> so what, yeah. But I did. I really did. As you can see, you know, <laughs> and, and <laughs> we, um, we, and he felt the same way. We just wanted our family to be huge. I think it's because we felt like we had discovered this awesome love and we wanted to share it. Yeah. So, which would uh, make
0: sense. That's, I mean, and that's, I, uh, I know it with Carl. I it was the, you know, I couldn't wait to, for us to have children together. Now the the thought of another one just makes me ex- feel exhausted at this point. So, I like, <laughs> I really, I, to you guys with multi, I look at them right now and I'm like, how do people do more than one child? Because,
3: right.
0: That just seems really tiring. And everyone's like, well, once you have the second one or the third one or what, you know, you don't really. You, you think it's a huge change, which we had that conversation with Tasha and I'm, I'm going to be looking forward to hearing what her life is like once her little girl comes and, you know, she does split that love because that's her biggest concern right now is she's pregnant and, and she has her son and she just can't see loving anything as much as she loves her son, you Hell know, yeah. and, and so I'm really excited to, to hear how that love just kind of multiplies for Absolutely. her just because. Yeah. And yeah. that's but right now to me I just I like look at you guys all three of you cuz you have multiple children when and I just that?
2: it reminds me when I was pregnant with my second. I was obviously very sick again. And I remember like being bent, you know, on my knees throwing up in the toilet with my 1-year-old patting me on the back saying, "It's okay."
3: Aww. Yeah. <laughs> That's, and I'm like, wow, yeah. it's
2: like we're in college now,
3: <laughs> right? <laughs> she holds your hair for you.
0: Yeah. Have oh, some funny. tequila; it'll make you feel better. That would have been my experience in college. But so, so you've got the six six kids. Then, yes. so you have you guys have your hands full. Well, let's obviously. talk about their names because I don't know yeah. if everyone knows kind
2: of how. Well, at least the the ones that are named after crops.
3: <laughs> okay. Yes, Avon. Avon is a name my daughter, she's seven. Um she is named after uh oats for Avena, and so Jared's the one that came uh up with that name, and that's what he wanted to name her, and I thought it was awesome and amazing, and yeah, yeah. Her name is Avon Rain. So Aww. Aww. yeah, yeah, and then um and my girls do kind of have unique names. Um, then I have Sienna. Her name is Sienna Rose. And Jared would, he would just crack up. But that name actually came to me in a dream. And so I was Aww. like, we are naming her this. I feel like this is what this little girl is supposed to be named. And then my our youngest, Esta, is named after... Um, Walter and Esther McDaniel are the ones that homesteaded our farm. Oh,
0: that's awesome.
3: Yeah. So it's a You have such sweet stories.
1: My my kid, I wanted to name our oldest. Her name is Casey Elizabeth. I wanted to name her Elizabeth and call her Lizzie. But Chris refused because he was afraid she would kill us in our sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Lizzie Borden. He was like, "No yeah, way!" I knew what you were talking about. Yeah, no way. And I'm like, "Oh come on!" See, Chris no, is
2: destined no. to be on Dateline. Yeah, yeah. That is Chris so wants funny. to be. That's
1: <laughs> yours that are cute is... stories. Mine are. We can't name her Lizzie. She'll kill us in our sleep. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, our second, we could, Chad really liked Charlotte, but I'm like, we already have a Bristol. I'm like, we are not a family who's going to name two kids after nascar racetracks i'm like we are not those
0: people yeah. we are not no. those people <laughs> you are those people you could have had a little boy and named him richmond it would have worked out great but see carl and i knew colton well we he wanted to name his son he wanted to have a son and name him colt forever like that's it was what we just had you know basically decided i don't know we were we weren't even married yet but we knew we were, we wanted to have kids and and he you know, wanted a little boy named Colt. And, uh, and I don't know, we were watching a show one time and there was a a guy on there named Colton. And he was like, we could name him Colton. Like he had never heard of the name before. And so it was kind of a stretch for me because I knew a little kid named Colton. He was a little brother of a friend of mine and he was this chubby little thing. And whenever you'd show up at the house, He'd always ask if you had any food. You guys got any food? (laughs) Oh, no. And so, like, I always picture, you know, like, when I'm I'm like, oh, my God, I can't name my kid Colton because that's the only, you know, how you'd have to, like, give up on recollection of how a child, you know, that sort of. The name
3: association is so powerful. And I still think my
0: sister struggles sometimes because she knew Colton,
3: too. I mean, so sweet. (laughs) Such
0: a great kid. But the right. minute you'd walk into the house, like he just loved to eat and uh, right. his family would always be like, you know, try to keep him on a diet because he was exceptionally heavy for a little kid, unfortunately. And and uh, so the minute you'd walk in, you guys got any food? And uh, but yeah, we we really uh, if we would have had a girl, I would have never I wouldn't have, I don't know what we would have named her Colton. Yeah. We would have named her Colton, too, because we just could not Agree and thank God we got there. And, and the first picture that they took, you know, during the 20 week ultrasound, when they find out what the gender is, if you want to know, is you know, because she's like, It might be difficult to tell, you know, a lot of times kids are, or babies are really shy, blah blah blah. Oh no, he was like, Look at my junk, like <laughs> right away. He's, and so that's how he's just like, He is, he is just, and he is in so many ways now, but yeah, so it was, yeah. we just. Colton was like the, and then he's Je- Colton Jeffrey David. So it's both of our dads. Um, yeah. Which uh, is kind of, yeah, it's a pain in the neck though. So, because like, it's like, you don't think about it, but if he ever is in trouble, it's really difficult to be like, Colton Jeffrey David sets her. Like, it's just yeah, very. A
3: it's a lot. Yeah. So a lot of times, yeah, like, if I'm mad at him. Like, out there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just hear myself. Well, most of the time, we just go by Fred anyway. Like, that's somehow mm-hmm. he's picked up the nickname Fred. And oh, so. How funny he's just fred like yeah. he you say fred and he turns his head around like what you know yeah. like he turns around nice. yeah but so so six kids obviously then you have your hands full cuz you've also got how many ac- you guys have several acres that you oh
3: yeah we have lots of acres um, and uh You know, just to do a quick backstory, I, of, of me growing up, I grew up a cattle rancher's daughter. And so, you know, I very much understood the farming or the ranching lifestyle at least. And, um, you know, when Jared and I were talking, when we were dating and, and, you know, he farms and ranches, he does both of that, both of those things. And so I really understood the cattle side of it. I got it. I knew what to expect. Um, What I didn't know what to expect was irrigation farming. That is an entirely different beast than anything that I had ever been exposed to. And so uh, that was a little bit of a learning curve of just how much time it takes to irrigate crops and how much energy you have to put into that. And so, you know, that's definitely been something that I've had to, um, to learn about and understand and, um, and, and, and just help him with, because boy, that is, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to everyone who irrigates because that is a lot, of, is work. A lot of work. <laughs>
1: so so you guys, guys have, pivot a, do you have pivots or do you have? Yeah,
3: yeah we have pivots. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. This year, and are not you watch all his drone it. videos, Jen? Oh, God.
2: Call He's me out, parrots
3: finding cows. He's doing all I'll kinds of up. stuff. Jeez, Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy because we have about 500. We do a cow-calf operation, and so we have about 500 animals. And so we're going between uh taking care of them and then also our circles, uh and I might be wrong, but I think we're about at 17 circles of corn right now. And um, it is a lot. It's a lot. And then we're doing some dryland corn. I'm sure, you know, those of you who follow Jared um, have been watching that. And um, and so it's just a lot. It's a, it's a lot. And there's not a lot of downtime because in the downtime, we do cattle stuff. And I think livestock
1: farming takes on its own life. You know, you talk about crop farming, but
3: man, livestock Mm
1: -hmm. takes on its own life.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it really does. And, you know, but I would definitely say that the cattle side of it, I understood it. Um, That was something that I grew up with. And um, um, I mean, my family has been in the state of Oklahoma before it was even a state, and we've been here forever. (laughs) So, and we're, and they were all cattle ranchers, you know, my aunts and uncles live around here and they're cattle ranchers. And so I definitely understood that side. I got it, but yeah, that irrigation, that was, that was a whole new beast to me. So, um, but I, I've learned to, uh, respect it and also, sometimes some of the biggest ways that I can help Jared, as far as how busy we are and things like that is just being his support system on, on, on anything, I guess that's the best way to put it. Uh, You know, if he needs somebody to talk to, or if he needs somebody to go to the parts store, or if he just says, Julie, I probably won't see you today. And and that, that's that he says that to me sometimes, and just being understanding, and not getting angry and upset. And, you know, because if I do that, that is going to, it, it just puts a kink in all those gears and all these gears have to function and work together to make this farm work. And I, I don't want to be the reason why that farm breaks down because I'm maybe having a selfish moment. Does that make sense?
0: And yeah, and that's part of the conversation or or something that we've talked about, Jen, Karen, and I, you know, and, and kind of had a hard time wrap, wrapping our arms around it or communicating our thoughts on it properly because there is this sector or this section or whatever you want to say where there there is there are some women out there that mm-hmm. give this impression that they're abandoned by their husband for the farm. Did I say that right, Jen? Because you and I have talked, we've, I mean, you see it.
1: The farm widow, quote, unquote, you can't see my air quotes, but they're there.
3: Mm -hmm. Right. Well, well, and and if I'm honest, I will completely say that there have been times that I have definitely felt like a single parent. Now, now, is that a moment that, that I'm necessarily proud of. No, but just being completely honest, that's, of course, I have had That's called being
2: human. Feelings. I mean, I was going to say, yeah. I'm not married any, to a farmer and I feel that way at times. Any
1: parent feels that way at some point in time. And if and if you say you don't or never have, you're not being honest with yourself or anybody else in my opinion. Because right. Absolutely. Sometimes you can be in a position where you're only alone with your kid for an hour and if they're not having a good day and you're not having a good day, it sucks.
3: And yeah, it happens. It does.
0: It's like yeah, that name I posted last night of the it clown being like, your kids aren't down here. And the woman yeah. crawling down into the. Yes. yes.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, that that
0: me. Me. You kid that. More than yeah. life itself. And there's still times where I'm like, I tell him I'm like, mommy's losing her marbles right now, but so we need to take a minute and just let mommy find them because oh, yeah. you are being crazy. And, and so that's, then I also feel guilty because I just have one child and I'm like, how do people do this with more than one? <laughs> And oh, now no. It now goes insane forever. The and best Peter thing wins, I've ever, constantly.
1: the best thing I've ever seen is if if I get mad at my kids, like my if I get mad at my kids for fighting, particularly when they were little, I'd be like, "You're going to have to go away. I've had it." And then they all three, I I, said, I can't take you bickering, go away. And then they all three go away and they huddle together like they have no parents. Right? It's like, <laughs> right. It's like five, five minutes ago you couldn't stand each other, but now because mom's mad. you're you're destitute and you only have each other? Hello?
3: Well, a big thing at my house, and we are going to have a peaceful house (laughs) in my, I mean, I'm just not going to have that bickering. It's just not happening. And if they're going to do it, they better do it secretly where I can't hear it because I'm not tolerating it. Or outside
1: on the porch. (laughs) yeah,
3: Yeah. So if I hear that, I just say, look, I'm not raising you to be a jerk. Go into your room until you can figure out how to interact with people without acting, you know, like a jerk. Without and then you can come jerk. back out with the rest of the family. Because sometimes I say I that to we, myself. Yeah, right? we don't have time for this. Like it takes, again, it takes the whole family working together to make this work. And, you know, being a jerk is not part of that equation, period. Right? It's just we don't not. Have time not gonna yeah i don't have time for jerks i don't i don't have time for drama (laughs) so yeah but i do think that you know there is a time when everybody feels like maybe that they're alone in something but i also think it's important for wives to remember that it's not necessarily fun for the farmer to be by himself all the time it's very lonely chris would
1: disagree with you
0: (laughs) He You're
3: likes to be kidding. by himself. <laughs> no. Well, I in, no, at least I in Jared's with, case, I, I
0: know
2: he, it are they really by themselves yeah. if they have Twitter in the cab? I'm just
0: kidding. Yeah,
1: exactly.
3: But Jared is this, which of course I I adore him. He's my husband, but he definitely he he misses being around us. And, um, you know, there are times when maybe like one of the little ones, he'll be like, oh, come see me. And they're like, no, I'm going to go see mom. Right. And part of that is because I'm around them more. And it, it, it definitely leaves a mark on him. Definitely. Well, I think there's a
0: lot of husbands that, like you said, that's the important thing to point out is that they would love probably. I mean, of course, the hard part, no one is like, oh, God, I wish I could be at home and clean up that diaper blowout. But the rest of this stuff, you know, the fact that, you know, when Carl leaves for work in the morning, it's usually quarter to six. And a lot of times about 4.30, Colton get, wants to be out of his crib, but he's not ready to get up. So, like, we lay in bed and I lay, I'll i lay on my phone and, and do Twitter or whatever, you know, and, and he's all snuggled up to me. Well, Carl has to leave to go to work, you know, no matter the weather, no matter what it looks like. And I'm still chilling, like, in bed doing Twitter stuff with, you know, I, I'm pretty sure he would love to change trade places with me. And he's not even going out to farm, He's just going out to, you know, to work. But I to think,
1: work, I think you know. that's the point is that mm-hmm. in every family, I, th- I think that's my point, in every family, one or two people have to go out to work every day. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just like the whole farmer widow thing, it's like, dude, you got nothing because you know where your, quote, man is, whatever you want to call it. I mean, you got mm-hmm. people in the military who don't know where their spouses are
3: yeah absolutely
0: uh, or police t- officers wives that don't police know police officers you know, wives I
1: mean- firemen's wives heck the guy married to the woman who makes donuts down at the casey's that i love so much she's out of bed at 4 a.m and probably doesn't want to be there but i need my donuts yeah. i mean it just <laughs> yeah. it just drives me <laughs> we need you to have eat.
2: your donuts too jen oh, god yes
1: boy <laughs> i was on a tear this morning
0: need that's a uh you need
1: a jugger <laughs>
2: I don't know
0: and i I think that's yeah, I think that's that's right as i um we sometimes are have you know and you you said it right, Julie, Your your selfish your selfish moment, right is that yeah. I mean we're where you're thinking about simply how you feel and you i you know, I feel bad, I really do. And and I may tick one person off, but I personally have not. I wouldn't be able to tell you which women out there have have coined the farm widow, or which women out there have have you know lamented on Facebook about how you know they're all alone in the world or whatever. But I mean, I I just really um, see. I don't. I think that it's worth. It would. I if I were the the husband seeing that, it'd almost be devastating. To I me agree. In the sense that, yeah, you know, yeah. how dare you act as though I'm not? You know, I'm I'm out busting my ass to to make our our livelihood, you know, and and you're telling the world that I've in a, in a way abandoned you, kind of deal. I don't know. I just
3: absolutely I, well, and and I think what's so important about marriage, especially on a farm, I mean, I mean, I want you guys to think about farming and why you do it or maybe why you're in agriculture. When I think about it, it's usually tied to a sentimental moment with family, grandparents, parents, it, and it's usually tied to family. And um and so in many ways and, and I don't know if everyone's going to, you know, agree with this 100%, but this is how I feel. I feel like I have definitely the best end of things. Um, I feel like, yes, Jared's Jared's job is important. Farming is important, but boy, you know, raising our family and, and that legacy of, of the, our lifestyle and the legacy of our values and the values of our ancestors and passing those along to our children, Boy, to me, that is everything, and I'm absolutely grateful to him that I can do that. I mean, I feel absolutely just amazed that he that he makes it where I can do it. No, you worked a full time job. You are such job. a
1: good person.
0: Isn't she? Can, like can,
1: that's yeah, Jared, I know. Yeah. I'm like I'm like I'm sitting here going, Oh my god, she's so super sweet. She makes can, me wanna be a better
0: person. <laughs> I but know, you worked I'm a full time job, right? Like you worked you were full time with your first yes. so you would have been with your first yes. son, so you knew what it was like yeah. to have to take Yes, to someone else puts him into someone else's care correct like
3: absolutely so i went to uh college and i have a computer information systems degree and a minor in business administration and then i started my own computer consulting business and um basically worked with school districts um in in kansas and oklahoma and helping them design computer networks for their schools and um Anyway, during that time, and this was my own business that I just ran. And, and so I understood what it took to, uh, to do that, that when you know, when you're the owner, the operator that you're the one doing it, how it's all on you, I, I got that. And um, I did, I had my first son during that time. And let me just say something about my first son, I, you know, During my first marriage, there was definitely moments that I am not proud of. And after having my son, my son absolutely saved my life and makes and showed me what true love and devotion was, um... And, and I have to say he saved my life in the fact that he did show me what true love was. And that was a, a pure blessing from God. And, and, you know, you know, when you think, you know, what love is and you think, you know, you know, you're so smart and all this stuff. And, you know, I didn't have a clue. I just didn't. And after I had him, my whole life and my whole priorities changed and he just was everything to me. And, um, and so it was absolutely heartbreaking when I had to drop him off with someone else. I hated it. I hated it with everything inside of me because I felt like this is what I i felt like my job, the most important job on the face of this earth is raising this little boy and and making him out to be the best man that he can be. And, and so suddenly my career really didn't mean anything to me or the fact that I had built this business for all these years, I don't know, my priorities just changed. And so when Jared and I talked about that, when we were getting married and, and he was on board a hundred percent, uh, with me, uh, not working, And, you know, that might make things a little tighter, but, but not working and staying at home with our kids. He supported me a hundred percent. That's something that I really wanted to do. I felt like it was what I was supposed to do. You know, when you get that feeling inside of you, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. That's exactly what I felt Uh, when I'm at home. Chris
1: Chris was very supportive of that when I said, I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't leave these kids. I don't, I don't want to. Um, yeah, yeah, and I know that there are so many people out there, believe me, that don't have that chance or that opportunity.
3: Absolutely, uh, yes.
1: And I feel for them, but Chris was so supportive. And to be honest, in my position, I'm not college educated. We were going to probably spend more on daycare than I was going to bring in, and so I had, right. that, I had that going for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it's a, it's hard.
0: Yeah. It is. I, I mean, that's my, I have that struggle right now, you know, and Karen mm-hmm. and I both do because we both work from home because we we were in the same boat. We, I can't, I cannot leave these kids, you know, and that's, I, that was my main thing. I didn't know anyone out here well enough there. It wasn't happening. Um, and and uh, I'm fortunate enough that I can work from home. And I thought it would be really easy. And it's,
2: it's, it's not, not easy. It is not easy no. at all.
0: It's, there are no. plenty of days where it questions my sanity. And, and there's been times where I'm like, I'm going to lose my mind here very slowly. <laughs> yes, um, I just want to go to the bathroom by myself. Yeah, can exactly. That's, can you just stay out of that for five minutes and let mommy trade some wheat? You know, and and luckily for yeah. me, my customers have been very which is better than
1: smoke some weed.
0: Well, that too. Yes. but <laughs> That's what
1: she really wanted to do. Yeah,
2: That's I know exactly.
0: That's why, but it's just one of those things where it's like, just give me a f- minute, okay? Um, yeah. but I, I. I, well, love I that. just yeah. got to the point, I'm like, you know what? I've
2: worked hard. I've built this, you know, and this is yeah. going to be my reward. This is what I want. I want them yeah. here with me. Yeah. And I can't, you know, do it by myself every day, but I want the sitters to come here to watch my uh-huh. kids yes. here. And that's so, what I... Yeah, I yeah. can see them in the playroom from my office, but I don't have to take care yeah. of them at the moment, you know? Right. But and I want I, them well, here. And, <laughs> I'm so I lucky. think
3: it's important... Yeah. Yeah, I think it's also too important to, because I have some, some great people in my life who tried the stay at home mom thing, and they could not do it. And I think it's really important for, for women to, and men, just everyone to acknowledge that that's not necessarily a bad thing, that maybe them having a job outside of the home is actually better, it makes them a better mom and wife oh, and, totally. you know yeah I have Friends. so I am yeah. not coming yeah. down in any way I don't want it to come across like that because I I feel like you just have to figure out what is right you have for to do you
0: exactly
3: that's you, you can't. have to yes, do
0: you yeah. and you can't allow society or whatever that may be to make you feel like you've made the wrong decision you know I'm
1: and, and I, we can't make others feel like they've made the wrong
0: decision no. Because it's the right one for you. And sometimes you don't have the ability to to work from home if you're not in the situation are. Yeah, it depends that are. on the type of it, job you choose, yeah. Yeah, and that's, a, I'm, I'm
2: lucky. I mean, a I normal found... agronomist doesn't work from home, but since I've built this consulting business and whatnot for the last yeah. 14 years, by the time I had kids, I could do all this, you know, a lot more from home.
0: Right. Most elevator uh-huh. managers are expected to be in the elevator. You know, I'm lucky that I have a boss that's understanding and customers that get it. And uh, Yeah, you, you don't know, then, live in the same state as your elevator. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going back next week. I'll be like, hey, guys, good to see you. First time since June. But, um, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm lucky, too, that I have a, a sitter um, that will travel with me. Mm-hmm. Um, You yeah. know, and it, poor thing, you know, the last two weeks we've driven five hours one way. We went to, to Lincoln and we went five hours the other way to to the Quad Cities last week. And, you know, and she spends the night in a hotel. You know, she, I get her her own room and she gets a free breakfast burrito and, you know, we pay a little yeah. extra or
3: whatever. But <laughs> I, want, I'm really I want to be your babysitter. Here.
0: You can be. I'm gonna need someone to travel with me to North Dakota the end of March. So you can oh, I've uh, never been to North Dakota. Me either. I'm so excited to go to Fargo because it's my favorite movie. But I, but I know no. a lot of people in Fargo that I can set you up with a sitter. <laughs> right? That's why but the hard part with Colton is he's just like he loves people as long as they don't touch him. He's his father's <laughs> child. Like, don't touch him, don't talk to him. He's cool. He'll talk to you, he'll wave. He waves at all the Walmart people, but the minute they like get within his bubble, he's like back up. Back up and get out of my face, or I yeah. will cry. Personal like, his space. little lip sticks right. out, and it's terrible. Oh. But, yeah, oh he's his, he's got that little lip. Like, he came out of the womb with his lip sticking out. Like, he didn't cry. He was just, I'm very unpleased by this right now, was just oh. kind of his... <laughs> So, but, uh, but no, and I mean, and that's, that's the thing is, is for one, I think the one thing that we strive for throughout the the hot mess moms conversations that we have and this, you know, the, the, everything like that is, is we want to embrace all of the lifestyles out there because they're all genuine and they all work, um, for you or your family or, you know, we didn't ever want anyone to feel like what they're doing is not right because if it feels right to you, it's, it's right unless it's terribly wrong like illegal or immoral or something but that's oh, a totally yes, different exactly. conversation um, yeah but, you but know, then
2: not but, every day is going to go well either you know yes yeah, so. no, I didn't no, want to spend not. an hour and a half fighting with a five year old about why she had to leave her hair down for a school picture today so, right <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah. I need to make oh. lime files
0: <laughs> that's right yeah don't have time for this just wear it up then that's me i always my mom is just absolutely appalled at how big of a mess i let colton make when he eats and i'm just like how is he gonna learn how to use a spoon if he doesn't throw food with it and shit like he's he's working (laughs) it's kind of a montessori style uh growing up plan in our house like you want to play in your food have at it i'll clean it up it's cool you're learning you're feeling it's stuff like that and my mom is just like what are you doing? It's because you, know, you only you can have
2: just, one Angie. If you had exactly. two doing that, you'd be like,
0: "That's yeah, what I'm saying." That. Like, it just makes yeah. it very complicated, and that sauce. Awesome. So, yeah. so with Jared, then you know, you we kind of had a conversation prior to to um, recording today. You know, and you guys have both agreed that it, it takes both parts or both people um, to to run the farm. And and the one thing that you know we kind of talked about a little bit at the start of the week is is um, or I talked about it, I tweeted it because of a, an internal conversation we were having. But what is a farmer? And I think so many times um, our, our female listeners who are out, you know, hand in hand with their husband – not literally, but figuratively, you know, running grain carts or, or planting beans or, you know, vaccinating livestock with them or something of that nature, but also take care of the home and the kids and, and whatever else life entails. You know, if you were to ask them, nine out of 10 of those women would not claim to be a farmer. I right. Think. I mean, that's... well. And so what do you what is your opinion on that? Like what do you how what do, you do you think see about, that? what do you
3: call yourself? Yeah. Um well, I'm a farmer and a rancher. You know, like when you fill out the form at at a doctor's office, your occupation, yeah. I'm a farmer slash rancher. That's how I fill it out. And um because and this will go back to the way that I was raised, but you know, my parents First of all, I come from a very long line of very strong women and, and, you know, like we had talked about having that legacy of family and having that legacy of the importance of family. And in, in a lot of times, I'm not saying men don't do this, but sometimes I feel like the women are the glue and the glue of the family. And so I, I don't know. I, I, I can't imagine. I mean, in many ways, I feel like not women are more important, but boy, like kind of. I mean, they're not more important, but I feel they like they make that the babies. Role, yeah, well, and they they are that glue that holds that family together. Yeah, and that is huge. That is everything. Because I mean, who cares if you raise three hundred bushel? corn. I mean, honestly, who cares if you don't have a family to celebrate with and someone to pass that, pass, pass this farm down to and what it means and what it means to stick through it and to be tough and to, you know, to get through the hard times together. I mean, to me, it's everything. So, um, not that farming is not important because it is, but there's a lot of things that, I mean, you can be the greatest farmer in the world, but if you don't have any clothes to wear, that's going to get really awkward, you know? <laughs>
1: so, Depends on how good like, looking you are.
3: Yeah. Like you've got <laughs> to have your, the, yeah, the laundry has to get done and you also have to eat, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and so it was, it was very much so, um, taught to me that all these parts have to work together. Yeah. Very much. So like a machine or an engine, all these, all of these things have to work together, including the kids, you know, like all of these things, everyone has a role and everyone's role is super important. And if one person breaks down in that, it throws a kink in everything. Yeah. And, and we just have to work together. And to me, that's what family is about, is working together and working through those kinks and problems. And, and, and I want to say that, you know, Jared primarily is the farmer rancher, he's primarily the one going out, and I'm primarily the one staying at home. But, you know, that doesn't mean that he doesn't feel right in whenever I need him to, pick up some slack on my end, you know, if I'm struggling to get something done, he's absolutely there to, to pick me up and to help me just like I am there for him. Right. If struggling that I will go help him move equipment or go get a part. Um, we are very much so that way. I think think some of that comes down to
1: roles. I mean, it has to be somebody's role to be in charge of the
3: house. It, the, the yes.
0: support so it, to speak it, it, I mean there's yeah. you have your coach and you have your assistant coach you know what I mean or or right. yes. boys
3: have that. well support. and Jared's the coach on the farming side right. yeah but I would say I'm probably the coach in the in the okay this is what's happening with the kids at school this is their homework this you know this one needs to be over here this one needs to be over there he definitely is like okay you tell me. I'm definitely the leader that way. Yeah. And it's just a mutual respect. Like, I'm not going to um, come and say, well, Jared, I just really think you should have planted Milo. Yeah. You know, I'm, <laughs> I think because I think, and I think that I respect his opinion. I yeah,
1: think, and I, I think that's ahead, a hard, and, and I think maybe that's where Chris and I um, are growing a little bit. I think as the kids get older, those roles change a little bit. And I think that's harder to mm-hmm. adapt where those roles are a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause yeah. like, you know, my kids are 21, 18 and, uh, 14. And right. so then, you know, if there isn't so much of the, I also make my kids wash their own clothes and Chris washes his own clothes too. But, um, you know, so I think, I think for me, part of that is, is turning over and trying to figure out, You know, I don't have as much responsibility around home now. So what is my Mm -hmm. role? What is my title? I don't know.
3: Yeah. Well, and go ahead. Sorry. I was
0: just going to say the one thing that you touched on that I really, really think is key. And I think, you know, probably not to get too in-depth in marriage conversation as a whole, but I think the one thing Mm -hmm. that, that tends to stem... Um, or tends to, to cause some of the significant issues that you have in relationships as you grow older is the lack of mutual respect or the feeling that respect is lacking. And, and I yeah. think sometimes we get the selfish feeling that I'm the only one working hard kind of de- It's like being in a group project in school. You know what I mean? The rest mm-hmm. of the assholes are loafing, and you're you're breaking your neck to try to get the A kind of deal. In that, so sometimes I think we get into that group project mentality with our spouse that we're the only ones working hard. And I don't know how you reconnect to realize that you're both working exceptionally hard, and and both could use a hand every now and again. Mm-hmm. And I think having that ability to kind of communicate the hey, can you tap in here? Um, yeah. I need you without it turning into a fight is where it's tricky
3: well and and i do think that not that the divorce is good because it's not but i think jared and i both being divorced uh taught us something and um it taught us a lot actually but uh part of what it taught us was uh you know, it's really easy to blame someone else is really easy. And so, you know, what's interesting is after you get a divorce, you're like, well, crap, I'm still having this problem. You yeah. know, maybe it's me. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's so, them. Yeah, maybe like, you know, that's not always the easiest to see. But, um, you know, Jared and I absolutely... It, and I love and appreciate this. Not every couple is this way, but we have knockdown, down drag out fights. Oh, and we, Chris and I do too. Thank you. So we do not hold back. And, um, but the underlying factor in our fights is this, I mean, no matter how angry we are, period, we are not getting a divorce. Both of us had been through that. We're not, it's, it's literally not happening again. So, what are we gonna do? Because I really don't want my life to be miserable. Because I'm I'm gonna be with this guy forever. And so and and he feels the same way. He's gonna be with me forever. So what do we have to do? Because I don't want to go the rest of my life being miserable. Quietly, you know? Miserable, and yeah. so yeah, like I'm not gonna do that. I am selfish enough to say, no, I'm going to have a great life and we're gonna work this out. Where we're both going to have a great life. Because I don't want to be miserable every day. I just don't. And I'm not going to. So let's hash this out. But, I mean, we hash it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and i have, good. I yeah. believe in hashing it out. Now, Chris has problems with fighting. I'm like, no, fighting's good. And he's like, no, you hold your feelings inside and you never tell anyone.
0: You just let and them I'm percolate. Like- and you come back six months later to what happened when someone pissed you exactly. off. You know.
2: Yeah. And i Carl don't want to fight because they know they'll lose against you too, or
1: they <laughs> I know, end up right? buried.
2: But I was like, but, oh. and, and, and I'll my be on line talking about it,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and my kids are always like, "Oh my god, do you and Dad have to fight all the time?" I'm like, "No, but it makes me feel better." Number one, and it number two, it keeps things interesting. But number two, we spend every single freaking second together. I mean.
2: Yeah, almost every yeah. second. I
1: mean, sometimes I let him go to the bathroom alone. I still don't ever get to go to the bathroom alone. But, um, you know, I mean, like we work together side by side, you know, we yes. eat uh-huh. all our meals together. We actually sleep in the same room together most of the time if he's not on the couch. Right. No, I'm just kidding. But I mean, you know, there you can't spend 24 seven with a person and never have a disagreement.
0: Yeah, my parents work together. They work together uh, in the daycare. Um, My Mm mom had a daycare, and oh wow,
1: then you can't fight in front of kids. I'm like, yeah, so they
0: have to hold it in. So then sometimes you get the awkward, the awkward, you know, like silent fights between the two of them, and you know. But my parents were the same way. If if there was something that was bothering my dad, it might simmer for a second. But you were damn well going to know what it was. And, and mm-hmm. Carl, something will bother him, but he'll keep it quiet. And me, I'm just like, just say what you're thinking, um, you know, if it bothers yeah. you. But I'm, yeah, I think there's some health, there's, there's some health to, to fighting, um, Releasing you know, whether, theme. yeah, yeah, well, having and, an, an, a conversation that may be a slightly aggressive um, but yeah. Well,
3: and I also think that parents have a responsibility to show their children what a good marriage should be. And Jared and I agree on this, and I don't necessarily think that means giving in either. You know, <laughs> like in, in you know, I I grew up uh with two parents who very much so are very opinionated and don't always agree, and um Jared's always like, God, you should have been a lawyer. You know, you can just sit there and debate your point all day. And I can. But, you know, I think that it's important for uh, men and women to show their kids, you know, for men to show their boys how to treat their wife. And for girls to see, all right, this is the way I should be treated. And, and for little boys to see, all right, this is how my wife should treat me. And this is how I should treat her. And I feel like that is a very big role. And I don't necessarily think that parents are doing their kids any favors by hiding that. Because they are going to fight. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever they, you know, get older, and they have a fight with their spouse. And then they look back and think, well, gosh, my parents never fought. What's wrong with me? Why, Why? you know, what is going on? Um, you know, show them how to get through difficult times and show them how to um, to process that and to stay together and to be stronger. Um, I feel like that's a very, very important role that every parent plays with their children.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. How, my how to get past how to get past a disagreement, you know, you can have one yeah. and still get past it. And even if you still disagree, you can have two sides to it, but it's, it's still respecting each other.
3: Yeah. It always boils down yeah. to
0: respect. You know, it gets, it goes, and you know, in my opinion, um, just always boils down to mutual respect, showing it, giving it, you know, reciprocating it, you know, all of that sort of, Reveal, yeah,
3: and also, you know, my goal. One of my goals is I love, love old couples. I absolutely adore them. I just think that they're so awesome. And um, my grandparents were just an awesome example of that. And I mean, he would. My granddad, he has since passed away, but I mean, he would slap my grandma on the butt. Oh yeah, I loved it. There is nothing. (laughs) I want to be that. Yeah,
0: that's you don't have I to say to you love that's me. Just goal. grab my ass in the kitchen when I'm making Absolutely. dinner, and it's better communication than anything else, in my opinion. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, but but that playfulness—that's a goal that I have. I want that, but that's going to take me and Jared both working towards that. I don't want to be a couple that's bitter that never talks to each other. I don't want that, you know. So I I. That's something that I work towards, and I hope that we'll be that. I think we'll be that, but yeah, <laughs> we're going to try.
0: Well, that's but, all that you can um, to do, too. I mean, that's you have your goals of what you want to try to accomplish, and the hardest part is remembering, because sometimes life takes away from that ability, especially I can't imagine life with, you know, six little ones wanting your time, you know, not saying it's impossible, but I just know I only have the one. I go back to that, and I'm like, I don't have the time. Ta- you know, I, I I look back on my single alone girl days where, you know, Friday night was go to Target, spend a bunch of money while I waited for my sushi to be prepared, you know, and then go right. home and watch Orange is the New Black by myself while I ate that and drank a bottle of wine, which sounds really depressing when you say it that way, but it was pretty damn awesome. Um you kind of loved
3: it, huh? You know.
0: But, you know, it is and it's it's, it's I think it all goes back down to um, you know, for any of the the men listening, you know, for one, if you do have a wife that farms along with you, you know, it, it was really interesting to see some of the responses because I, I did tweet out, you know, if you have a woman that blah, 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 you know, does this, drives, drives tractor, works with the livestock, you know, takes care of things at home, what would you call her? And I had so many great responses, but I would challenge that. Eighty percent of the men that responded probably have not properly communicated the, their awesome thoughts about what their wife, you know, how amazing their wife is. Half of them were, were, you know, she that that's perfect. That's my wife. That's this. That's that. You know, but they did they never, tell her
1: that? Yeah, exactly. So that my, you favorite know, my one challenge. was the
2: guy who said, "Yeah, I call her mom." Yeah, oh, that
1: was awesome.
0: Well, and that's Go, if you yeah. lose your mom that, you know what I mean? If you think your mom yeah. is the glue that's kept the family together, you know, it never hurts mm-hmm. it to hear, um, you know, for something, you complete a mundane task and to have your husband or your significant other or your child or something say, you know, that's a good, the house looks nice. You know, you just spend an hour and a half, three hours, whatever it may be, you know, the house looks nice. Or you had the cleaning lady come and you wrote her a check, but the house looks nice. You know, who you to pick up something. before she gets here. Yeah, I exactly. You know, like that's so it's just always nice to to um I think compliment each other too.
3: Absolutely. And you know, I I think that is something that Jared and I both are aware of. And, you know, people that follow us know that we flirt with each other all the time on yeah. Twitter. But I want him to know that I very much Love him and thinking about him and uh, you know I have no shame in that at
1: all. I'm gonna start flirting with Chris on Twitter. His face is just (laughs) turned red. His face is just turned red.
3: But I I love it. I mean, I am absolutely proud of him. He is my man. I'm I'm proud of him. I'm proud of being his wife. Um you know, if he introduced me as his wife, I would never be offended by that. I am absolutely his wife. I, oh, I yeah. wear that. You know, I'm so proud of that. And um, you know, but yeah, I think just that communication and appreciation is always so good. And um, you know, just looking at other examples of like like I said, I really adore older couples. And if you just watch them and the way that they treat each other, boy, you can learn so much from that. And it's just, it's really, it's just really cool um, to see that in, in life lessons that you can learn from that. Um, But I, I I don't, I think women should appreciate their husbands and I think that husbands should appreciate their wives, obviously, but um, maybe that's not always happening. And maybe that's why there are people that feel that way. I'm really not. I'm not sure because I don't feel that way. And Jared's never made me feel that way. Unless I had like a self. I shouldn't say never because there. I have had selfish moments where I was like, geez, okay, am I ever going to see my husband again? Yeah. You know, but, but again, that's something I like about Twitter, because I can go on there and, you know, mess with him and let him know, hey, you know, I'm thinking about you. Yeah. You know, I love you. He's you know, that sort of like
0: my mom has to do. She doesn't ever use Twitter, but if ever she's afraid that I'm like dead in a ditch somewhere and I'm not answering my phone because I'm busy at work or whatever, she'll just check to make sure I tweeted in the last five minutes. And she feels. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I found out where my husband is half the time. Right. See, Carl doesn't get on very often, only to be a smart ass most of the time. So he which is amazing because that's how we met. Like it's so funny to me because you know now he's not barely on and and uh, now
2: he's not looking for you he found you yeah
0: now he's found me here I am like Waldo so before we wrap oh, it so up funny. um we have a tradition um we need to know because we we embrace our hot messness um yes and you have <laughs> six opportunities here. What is your most em, embarrassing First, I'll I'll ask you two questions, and you can choose how you answer. Okay. But your most embarrassing okay. mom moment, and Hi. your greatest mom hack, like your greatest mom um, tip or tool or something that you couldn't live without, um, you know that makes your life
3: easy.
2: Easier. Yeah,
3: makes my life easier, huh? Well boy, I have so many embarrassing moments. I don't even know what to choose from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you see, like my my embarrassing moments my embarrassing moments in life hacks are having to call poison control, but having them on speed dial.
3: Yes. Uh-huh and that's how it was with my daughter Sienna. Um, the one that I, the reason why I got off of Twitter the first time, um, I had to call poison control all the time. She (laughs) literally just put everything in her mouth and it was horrible. I mean, just, Oh my gosh. So, um, probably one of my most embarrassing moments was a moment between me and Jared. And it was one of those moments just to keep it real. Um, we had a new baby and I can't even remember which one it was, but Jared was at a meeting at, cause he's on a, the board at the, at the local, uh, um, grain elevator. He's on their board. And so he was at this board meeting and we had a new baby. And those of you who, who've had children know that right at the beginning, it's pretty crazy. I always feel like that first year is really hard. Um, to get through, it's just very demanding, and if you're breastfeeding, it's just nuts, and your boobs are crazy, and you know it's just nuts. Your entire and so, life
0: is screwed up for oh, it just
3: a period is. I mean, it's just yeah. Really, yeah, it's just really hard. So, um, I had he was at this meeting. And I have C sections. Oh yeah, I had had to have C sections, and so I was recovering from that. And um, it just was, you know, it was just kind of crazy. And you you have all those hormones going through you. And so um, I had fed our baby, uh, burped her, and puked all over me. Ugh. The baby puked all over me, just you know, top to bottom, just absolutely, just all over. me. And the me. worst smell and so ever. It was in my hair. <laughs> Like it was dripping off of me. Yeah. It was just i mean it was really bad and and it was my breast milk, and it just like regurgitated breast milk is just really not the most appetizing of smells if you can imagine like it's just awful. So, um, anyway, I was like, "Okay, like I can deal with this like we're gonna we're gonna get past this." And so I went, you know, kind of just wiped myself off with like my t- shirt and went to change her, she went to change her diaper. Well, when I took her diaper down, she then had explosive diarrhea oh and God. shit all over me oh, man. and so, so, I had puke and shit. All over me. And, and so I couldn't pick her up because I had poop all over me. I had puke all over me. It was on my hands. It was on my face. It was just everywhere. And I will never forget breaking down yeah, and calling Jared on the phone and just crying. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. saying, you've got to come home. You've got to come home because... I have puke and shit all over me and I don't know what to do. (laughs) I can't move. I can't move. Like, I don't know what to do. And, you know, my, my little girl was laying on our bed and she was so little, she was going to be fine, but I couldn't leave her there and go take a shower. Like I needed something. So he had to get up from his board meeting and come and he did come and he absolutely was supportive. Oh, that's so good because Carl
0: wouldn't have answered the call. Like, I feel like I'm (laughs) carl bashing. I'm not. I'm just speaking truthfully. He'd have been like, he'd have called me on his way home after I'd had a meltdown and figured it out. He'd have been like, you all right? You know? No, I'm not all right. (laughs) Well, you are now. You're fine. I'm on my way home. Shut up. You know, like.
3: Oh, well, he did. So I would have to say that was probably a very embarrassing moment because I do think of myself as a very strong woman and like I think a lot of women do and that, hey, I can do this. I've got this. And that, at that moment, it was kind of a breakdown in you need help. Just extremely. You no, need you some feel help so weak. right Astra. now. Yeah. Yep. It yeah. does. Makes you feel very weak. And that's not something that I'm used to. And so definitely an embarrassing moment for me, but honestly, it made our marriage stronger. So it's fine. And I can laugh about it now. But that was an embarrassing moment for me. It really was. Yeah, I can. Yeah,
0: I can definitely see that. I, I, I don't know. There's just so much about the the first year of little lives that change everything about your existence. You know, I think that's oh, I. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll get there. Like I said, the with the multiple children eventually. But right now, I'm still recovering from the life change that was <laughs> the first year. Yeah, yeah. You
3: know, yeah, I,
0: I should have and- done it like Karen did it. Just been like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm running into a house that's on fire. And just had like two.
1: <laughs> I would like to
2: think I'm old enough. It's now or never. If I wait, we just won't have another one. I'm like, I just have to. You know. I spent, I, I spent nine months puking myself three to five times a day. I'm just like, you uh, know. yeah,
3: that's
2: harsh. Oh, yeah. I'm it's like, really I don't harsh. want her to be an only child. I really want another one. I'm like, I just have to do it. And so, yeah,
0: I just got minor 19 months apart. So yeah,
3: no, got oh, okay. yeah,
0: I got Colton kittens. I was like, I don't want you to be an only child. Here's two kitten siblings.
3: Here's some kitties. Yeah, yes. well, I already I had Wrigley, really.
2: and I just don't think she wanted anything to do with either of them.
0: Right? Right. <laughs> like, what the hell, Mom? I hate you, <laughs> Heidi. I have a coon hound, and she's just now getting used to being, you know, secondary because she was like my parasite. Like I joke that Colton's my adorable parasite because he's, you know, a lot of kids once they get to like six months where they're mobile and all of this stuff, they don't really they don't need mom as much unless they're hurt. My kid right. uh-huh. would live attached to, me. like he is not. Uh-huh. He is so much to work. he'll play by himself for a bit, but then he need like he'll come and and be like, mom, mom, mom. Last uh-huh. night in the middle of the night, he was sleeping and he woke up and he just goes, mom, and I came oh. and I was like, what? And he was back asleep. But it just like broke my yeah. heart. So I'm like, come lay with mommy. You yeah. can, come. <laughs> let's go, you know, for a oh, minute absolutely. because I was just like, oh, what, you know, was it a bad dream? What was it that made you say my name with such, like, mem? You yeah. know, so, all right. So oh, yeah. your mom hack, you have six, you have your hands full. Okay.
3: So I have two, if that's okay. Yeah. First of all, is my calendar.
0: Oh, you're I,
3: um, I actually have two calendars. I have a calendar that's a paper calendar that I can write things, uh, you know, in the future for, and then I have a dry erase marker that's just for this month. So like right now I have one just for September and, um, I have one in high school. And then my youngest one is three, a wide, you know, a array of activities and things going on that if I did not have that calendar, I don't know what I would do. I really don't. I would lose my mind.
0: And I need to improve my my calendar skills. I'm terrible.
3: (laughs) My calendar is that's everything. Everyone knows like you don't mess with the calendar unless you're writing something to add to it. Um, It is, it helps keep me sane and it helps keep everybody else sane. And that's something that I think helps kids, too, is they look at that calendar. And my kids make their own calendars, too, because it helps them like, OK, I have a test on this day. It's just a way that I help organize our life because we do have so much going on. And it helps Jared to know, OK, like, for example, Thursday this of this week is absolutely insane. You know, we just have all sorts of craziness going on. And it just kind of helps us all know, all right, well, mom's doing this and dad's doing this and, you know, big sister has a game and big brother has a game over here in two separate locations. And so maybe we need to call a grandparent to help out with one of those. And, you know, I have a a meeting over here and just that sort of thing. So a calendar is, it saves me. And my second life hack is just to chill out. It really is when I, you know, just to, just to chill out and, um, and just to roll with it. Uh, that's something that my six kids have, has really, really taught me that like, you know, a big motto here is, Hey, if you make a mess, just clean it up. I'm not going to jump down their throats for making a mess, but I'll jump down their throats if they don't clean it up. You know, yeah, you know, you spilled you spilled your milk. All right. Well, you know, let's not get upset about this. You know what to do here, are the steps to, to to clean it up and let's let's move forward with our life. Yeah. So Will you come run my um, house for me, please? Just, just
1: not right.
2: Will you be <laughs> Will you my, mommy? my children.
3: <laughs> I just think that, you know, when you have so many that it is that way and you know, very much so we're all working together. That's something that I really talk to my kids about all the time. We all – we have laundry parties. Oh, fun. There, there you go. Yeah. We have laundry parties where we fold laundry together and we put laundry up together. Now, when I first started it, they were like, wow, this is going to be awesome because I'd like put music on and, you know, we do it. And now they're like, oh, my gosh. Right. So, but, you know, it's just – You know, I, I'm not running a bed and breakfast. That's not what I'm doing. We're, we're a family and we're going to help each other out as much as we possibly can. So, and it's everybody helping everyone. Even the three-year-old can help in some way. And I think that's good for them. They feel like they're, they're contributing to the family. Yeah. So I think it's good. Yeah.
0: That is awesome. So, yeah, it's it, will and I think it teaches responsibility early on, um, you know. And that's a lot of times. It, Colton's only fifteen months old, so of course he's not, uh, right? You know, but uh, right. we are teach. I will do the same. We I fold laundry with him, or I do this, or I do that. But but no, uh, I you know we really appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you uh, sharing your story. Um, and, and, you know, kind of chatting about you know, what makes a farmer a farmer or what makes a farmer's wife a farmer's wife. I don't know. Um, uh, but we just really appreciate the, the insight and the conversation that we got to have and, and, uh, love seeing the hot mess that is, uh, Mrs. McDaniel the wife. (laughs) So thank you so much. And, and, uh, thank you with that. We'll get her wrapped up this week. And, and as always, we'll be back next week, uh, with some sort of conversation about something we haven't decided yet. We, we will right before we talk about it. So it'll be awesome either way, but thanks for listening. And, uh, we definitely appreciate you guys.